Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. It's Friday, September 8th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. The St. Louis region has been an important part of hip-hop since the late 70s. This weekend's Music at the Intersection Festival will recognize decades of local contributions. I'm hoping that they can walk away where they felt like they just walked out of a 80s, 90s party. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports on how DJs will celebrate 50 years of hip-hop this weekend. A Missouri state senator is preparing to launch his campaign for governor. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports on how Bill Eigel factors into the crowded Republican primary. Eigel launched an exploratory campaign for governor a number of months ago, but the Weldon Spring Republican says he will make his statewide intentions official at a rally this afternoon in St. Charles County. Earlier this year, he said that Republican voters are frustrated with the Missouri GOP. I'm hearing a lot of Republicans that are expressing disappointment that we haven't enacted more big Republican policies, and they're pointing to states like Florida, where guys like Ron DeSantis uh, have the perception that they are. It's an open question whether Igo will be able to outflank Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe and Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft, who have arguably more name recognition than the two-term senator. The primaries will take place next August. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. A gap in the design of some Hyundai vehicles makes them easier to steal. St. Louis County police say the models make up about a quarter of the reported auto thefts so far this year. Area Hyundai drivers can get a needed software upgrade for free this weekend. Technicians from the car company will be at the Urban League in Jennings tomorrow and Sunday. The Urban League's Patricia Washington says a stolen car can set someone spiraling out of control. Something happens to your car, you miss work. You miss work, you may not be able to go back to work. You can't go back to work, you can't take care of your family. Steering wheel locks will also be handed out at this weekend's event. Washington University will soon eliminate all federal student loans from the financial aid packages for undergraduate students. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmid reports on the so-called no-loan program that will begin in fall 2024. WashU will replace the federal student loans with scholarships and university grant funds. It applies to undergraduates who would have received need-based loans in their financial aid. Ron A. Turner is the university's vice provost for admissions and financial aid. We want Washington University in St. Louis to be an option for any talented student, regardless of their background, and we do not want finances to be a barrier. Turner says WashU already doesn't use federal loans and financial aid for students whose families make less than $75,000 a year. She says this new program extends that benefit to all undergraduates, helping them graduate without debt. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. Southern Illinois University Edwardsville will have a new $105 million health sciences building on its campus in a couple of years. University leaders, state and Metro East officials have broken ground on the project. SIUE Chancellor James Miner says the new building will connect the university's schools of nursing and pharmacy to help boost the area's health care services. But I want to be clear, the investment goes well beyond our university. We see this as an investment in the region. 
Miner says one in three nurses will retire in the next decade, increasing the demand to fill openings in that field. SIUE leaders originally planned for the building to be complete by this year. The pandemic and rising construction costs slowed the project. St. Louis area residents won't be able to cross the Martin Luther King Bridge over the Mississippi River this weekend. The Illinois Department of Transportation says the span will be closed for routine deck maintenance starting tonight. The bridge is expected to reopen by 5 Monday morning. IDOT previously scheduled the repairs for early August, but rainy weather forced the agency to postpone. The U.S. men's national soccer team is honoring St. Louis area alumni this weekend as the squad takes on Uzbekistan tomorrow night at City Park. More than 20 will receive special jerseys in a pre-match ceremony. St. Charles native Brad Davis played for the U.S. in the 2014 World Cup. He says the recognition is another sign of St. Louis's importance to the sport. There's been a ton of national championships won at the at the youth level. There's been national champions won at, championships won at a college level. So once you start here, it, it, you're, you're kind of born and bred into the history. You're taught about it. You can't really not know about it. The U.S. Soccer Federation says 76 players from the region have made the national team over the years. Only the Los Angeles and New York areas have placed more on the squad since it started playing international matches in 1916. Hi there, it's Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson, your afternoon newscaster here at St. Louis Public Radio. Listener support is STLPR's largest source of revenue and makes podcasts like The Gateway possible. So show your support for regional news in the months to come by making a sustaining gift at stlpr.org. And thanks. Ron Butts has been one of the most respected voices in St. Louis hip-hop for four decades. As DJ G-Wiz, he's showcased the genre through documentaries and kept the music fresh for generations of fans. Wiz will honor 50 years of hip-hop tomorrow by curating a tribute at the Music at the Intersection Festival. St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports. DJ G-Wiz opened up a recent set on KDHX with a tribute to a St. Louis dancer and friend. I said I was going to dedicate this show to Mr. Troy Major. Rest in peace. Mr. Poplock himself, Papa Smurf. He died in August, and as Wiz talks about Major, he drifts into a bit of hip-hop history. Poplockin was created by um, a St. Louisan, uh, Don Campbelllock. One of the other people from St. Louis that capitalized on that dance was uh, Fred Berry, better known as Rerun from What's Happening. That night, the set dedicated to Major included this Run DMC song. All of this might sound like fun hip-hop trivia, but Wiz wants everyone to know that St. Louis has had a stake in hip-hop from the very beginning. And he's taking his historical knowledge to the Music at the Intersection Festival, introducing other DJs who will mix and play sounds from local and national artists. Wiz says the DJ sets will provide a soundtrack for the festival and honor the music that has shaped the culture over the past 50 years. The roots of it, you know, is what I think is important and is not recognized or even spoke of in so many circles. The festival will honor its local scene with a set by Lady Jock, daughter of East St. Louis DJ and trailblazer Dr. Jockenstein. DJs and radio programmers E.D.B. Anderson and gentleman Jim Gates, who brought hip-hop to the mainstream with Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight, will also be honored. The sets aren't just an ode to St. Louis music, but for those looking forward to hearing local history, 
Wiz has a set from DJ Cut. Wiz says there's a lot of St. Louis history that doesn't often get touched on, and the artists who paved the way need to be known. People like Silk Smooth, who broke through. Shows no with a straight up bad rap and a the first St. Louis rap artist to get signed to a major label. People forget that. JCD and the Dog Pound, you know, from LaCleed Town. Then you had Penelope. Ebony Eyes. There were some people. Chris Hansen is executive director of the Cranberg Arts Foundation, which is organizing the festival. He says organizers wanted to make sure St. Louis's connection to the genre was highlighted. We wanted to, you know, bring that element that's so unique to St. Louis. Um, and just the depth and the breadth of our DJ culture. The tribute will include visual elements too, with videos and images playing on screen while some DJs are performing. And Wiz says he wanted to capture a diverse range of talents and age groups, including other DJs, like Kawhi Brown, who spins as DJ She Beats. She'll spin records from 1999 and 2000 for the festival. She says St. Louis artists are often overlooked, and the tribute helps shine a spotlight on the region's DJ talents. I feel like it's only the beginning of showcasing St. Louis in the way that it should have been showcased um, a while ago. And while DJs will honor hip-hop from all regions and eras, Wiz wants people at the festival to have the same attitude Troy Major had when he would dance and light up a party, whether they're listening to his set or others. I'm hoping that they can walk away where they felt like they just walked out of a 80s, 90s party <laughs> and they the last person to leave and it's 6 in the morning and they go on to White Castle <laughs> like they used to do. <laughs> Wiz hopes the party continues for the next 50 years. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.